0: JD Token Sports, it's Sunday, July 29, 2018. You can find JD Token Sports on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Google+. Subscribe to me on iTunes, rate me on iTunes, let's get right to it. Okay, I joined a site called Fitness Singles. And I figure, why not join? I'm into fitness and I love singles. And one of the women on the site, cute, very good shape, mid-50s, put on the thing, uh, bonus points if you know what the lifestyle is. So I write, I'd love to, you know, I I thought it was paleo or some kind of workout, but you know, I'm 49 years old and I don't know shit about shit. And lo and behold, I said, I, I so I wrote her and she wrote back, uh, I wrote back. I don't know about it, but I'd love to learn more about it. And she said, nah, I forget she wrote. Not interested, blah, blah, blah. So I said, what the fuck, man? I said, wow, that was kind of, you know, so I don't bonus. I think bonus points. If I, if I don't know it, if I ask you what it is, you'd think you'd tell me. So then I Googled it, and, uh, which I probably should have done beforehand. It's about the world of swing sex groups in the United States. Discovering that in Orange County, California, at least the participants tend to be conservative, Republican, happily married, and almost uniformly older. Cho- they've cho- chosen casual sex with multiple partners as a hobby. Swingers. Swingers. S- swingers. Swingers. So I missed my opportunity, folks. Yes. Yes, Rock. Yes, Gumbo Chef. I made a mistake. I remember a friend of mine, uh, one time we were on a trip. And he had a chance to be with two ladies. And probably he was, you know, we we were all pretty fucked up at the time. So he passed on it. And I was with somebody at the time. Looking back, I wish I would have tapped him and been like, hey. Let me, let, let, me, let me have that. Let, 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 let me fill in on that situation. We look at lost opportunities, but they're not lost if we didn't know what they were. You know, I should have, as, as having a background as an actor, I should have done a little more research and went a little more prepare, prepared before I answered that question. Because right now I could be hanging out with a bunch of swingers now. I don't think so. You know what it is? I once went to a sex club and a lot of bad naked, a lot of bad naked. A lot of really bad naked. All right, on to sports. I know, I know. I'm, I'm all over the place today. But I, I just, I thought, the lifestyle. I was like, oh, wow, man. Maybe she does a you know, serious, I thought it was like CrossFit, something like that. No. Way off. Way, way off. So Yankees split yesterday. Mets lost. DeGrom gave up three runs and the Mets couldn't score shit. They lost to the Pirates 5 nothing, And that is all she wrote on that front. Kind of crazy, you know? Yankees are now 15 and 15 their last 30 games. Aaron Judge is now out for three to four weeks. They had a candlelight vigil. They got hit on the hand, broke a bone in his wrist. They traded Jason Shreve last night for a minor league first baseman and some money in the international pool. And there's a player they want, so they'll have more money to get some players. Jason Shree was kind of shook up. He said, These are my friends. I've been here four years. You know, they said I'll get more of an opportunity with the Cardinals. I mean, damn, that that ended quite quickly. Uh, I had trouble getting the last episode up. Buzz Sprout came to the came to help me, and that was the end of that. And thank God for that. Now listen to this. Uh offensive lineman Chance Warmack signed with the Eagles for a one year, one point five million dollar deal per ESPN's Darren Ravel. That triggered a loss of value insurance policy. They uh, took out an insurance policy that would have him collect if his second contract NFL was less than twenty million dollars. He's reported the first player to cash in on such a policy, and was informed by lawyers in this week that he received a maximum payout of about three million. He's a number ten pick by the Titans in 2013 draft. After the first four seasons with the Titans, he signed a one-year deal in Philly last offseason, making three starts. He hasn't lived up to it. He did start 46 of reports. Possible forty-eight games in his first three season, hand injury cost him fourteen games, two thousand sixteen. And coming to the season, Bo Wolf of the Athletics said he was basically a replacement-level guard who offers less positional versatility than he might like in a backup offensive lineman. He's expected to serve. Uh, he signed an extension through the through the season. He's expected to serve as a backup behind uh, Stefan. Wisniewski, and Brandon Brooks. How about that, huh? Crazy. And then I read this about the Jets. For the first time in 55 years, they will not have a, a member of the Hampton family, part of it. Clay Hampton, who was fired as a Senior Director of Team Operations, has been with the team for 30 years and has been in charge of operations since 2006. And his father, Bill, was the team's equipment manager from 64th to 2000. He said it came as a surprise. And they don't know what prompted the firing, which came on June 15th after the team completed minicamp. He's 50, didn't return, didn't, re, didn't uh, respond. I read this in the post. The Jets had no comment. Did a lot of things behind the scenes. Rex Ryan said, he's family Family to me. These are people that are the Jets. They've been there the whole time. It's really weird that he's not going to be with the Jets anymore. It's really strange. Sometimes I guess people want to move on from the past. I don't know if that's why they got rid of him. Huh. He initially worked as a ball boy with the Jets in 83 before working under his father in the equipment room. He succeeded his father as equipment manager in 2001 before moving to operations. Crazy. You know, I love when they have no reason for the firing. I mean, they, they don't have to, but I just think it's kind of, you know, father and son with the team, 50 years. Kind of crazy, right? And they got J.A. Happ, the Yankees. So they, uh, they traded... Uh, uh, dr- drury for him so he is now going to take a spot on the roster that's also where they got you Jason Shreve actually Judge was hit in the hand and then came back and got a in, got a got a single and then tried to uh, you know swing his take a batting practice in between innings and he couldn't get the swing off yeah really sucks so now I think Stanton's going to take over right. Judge led the Yankees with 26 home runs, 61 RBIs, and a 943 OPS. And I think Andrew Andujar is going to DH and Walker will play third because he's a better defensive player. That's what I read. Also, oh, they gave Brennan Jury and Mike minor league infielder Billy McKinney and Gray threw five scoreless things but hurt his finger, but they said he's going to be okay. In the right thumb, but it came back that he'll make, you know, he's not hurt. Yankees lost Friday night. They lost, you know, hey. And they also got Zach Britton Tuesday. They also got Zach Britton earlier in the week, and he made his debut throwing a perfect eighth. And Chase and Shreve ended up, Closing it out. So Britain threw a one-two-three. I watched last night. Uh, what's his name? God goddamn. I always blank on his. I, oh, Jets will practice in pads for the first time today. How about that? Rich Semini said that defensive end Leonard Williams was unblockable at times. Cornerback Derek Jones was around the ball a couple times, interesting, Josh McCown. Rookie defensive end Nathan Shepherd had another strong practice. He blew by guard James Packender for a pass out of pass rush drill. Curious to see what he does in pads. And that uh, wide receiver Jermaine Curse had a Jackie Smith moment, butchering a wide open pass in the end zone. At least in practice, uh, so penalties could be an issue on both sides of the ball. At least they're not getting stronger thanks to the penalty push-ups. I like penalty push-ups. I should make the kids do that. And right, running back uh, uh, Eli McGuire, who I liked last year, will be out indefinitely breaking his foot in practice yesterday. And a recently running back coach Stump Mitchell, who he's played, he was a good player, recently compared him to Hall of Famer LaDainian Tomlinson. It was a non-contact drill. And uh, Sam Darnold's out again He still hasn't signed his contract Yeah, everybody's like When is Sam Darnold? And Alfred Morris visited with uh, the Jets yesterday Yeah Elon is going to be out a while Yeah Yeah, I'm trying to remember Got the save was, yeah, Aroldis Chapman. Man, 27th save yesterday. Anybody hit home runs for the Yankees? Robinson, a guy uh, who'd been in my, uh, Bird hit the tying home run in the 8th, and Hicks had a sacrifice fly to win it. But I didn't know who this guy, he was just brought up from, um, he was just brought up from triple, triple A. Robinson. I was like, I didn't know who this guy was. They just brought him up. How about that? first game up, you freaking hit a dinger. Not bad, huh? It's not a bad way to start the season. And then I read this about Ross Stripling, drafted by the Dodgers. He he took his signing bonus and invested his signing bonus, invested in the stock market. He actually went to meet with his dad's financial planner, but his dad's guy said he learned how to do it himself himself instead, and certainly not. So he ended up investing his own signing bonus himself not just, and kind of fell in love with the markets. Actually made it to the minors. He had had to go uh, Tommy John surgery. He missed 14 months. He was a finance major at Texas A&M. He got in with B. Riley & Co., a full-service investment investment bank which sponsored him to take the required exams to become a licensed stockbroker. He ended up returning and made an all-star team for the first time this season. He's the only major league baseball player who doubles as a stockbroker. He said he fields one or two questions every day from people who want to know more about you know, topics ranging from municipal bonds to equities. He said I'm a lot of people make a lot of money and they may not, not, not you know know not a lot about it. So he explains a lot of things. That's pretty cool, right, huh? Good to know what you're doing with your money. And how about the Jets? Last two seasons, they've gone 5-11 five, five and 11 both years. Last time they played playoffs was 2010. Longest playoff drought since they didn't make the playoffs from 70 through 1980. And baseball, right now, very white. And my dog is, compl- you know, and it was a it's, a, it's it's, interesting because I talked about this in the past where, you know, it's interesting. So I'm watching this show called uh, uh, Nisi, Nice, Nisi Nash Clause on TNT. It's really fucking good. I actually put the, I put the um, TNT app on my phone. Okay, okay, okay. Come on, move. I can't let you out if you're not here. Go. And so I've watched all... I'm actually caught up, so I have to wait for the show to finish. And you look at stuff on cable, TV... Network TV, I still think, is pretty lily white. I mean, there's some smattering, but cable TV is very multi-ethnic. Very cool. So, and I read this article in the Times about baseball being very white. Curtis, and I think I talked about this before. Curtis Granderson, he said, um, when he... uh, he goes, we play this game, me and other black players, he, go, he goes, they'll count the black people in the stands who weren't working at the game. I see one, know he's Latino. And he goes, it would take us seven innings to count ten. And this, this reporter, who is white, said, I played his version when the Cubs played in the 2016 World Series. He said, in the fourth inning, I walked around Wrigley's ancient press box to the farthest reaches of right field. My goal was to count every black fan I saw. I found two sitting hard by the right field fence. It has fewer and fewer black players and its fan base is the oldest and whitest of the three American sports. Nielsen reported in 2013 that baseball television viewers were on average in their mid-50s, and 83% of them were white. NBA games, by contrast, drew an audience that was on average 40 years old and 45% African-American. Michael Powell wrote the article. Yeah, I, yeah. And then he had Josh Hader who uh, account was filled with hideous things he typed when he was 17 and 18. White power, LOL, with emoji of a clenched fist. KKK, and I hate gay people. He also used the vilest words, for, vilest words for black people. Now, Hater pitched in the also Game last week. After the game, he mumbled something about being influenced by rap lyrics. He said, I was 17-year-old and a child, and I was immature, and obviously I said some things that were inexcusable. And Powell says, a 17-year-old can drive or serve in the military and is a year away from voting. He said, that doesn't describe a child. I'm not unforgiving a youthful stupidity, although although, although it would have been swell if reporters had asked obvious questions. How was it that you attended an integrated high school in uh, in uh, Maryland and yet ra- posted racist and homophobic comments? From what sewer line did those sentiments bubble up? And he got a standing home from the fans at his first game back from the All-Star break. He plays on the Brewers. And Richard Lapcheck, every year does, uh, he's, uh, he runs the Institute for Diversity and Ethics in Sports Issues. Issues a report on racial hiring in baseball. I've talked about this too. Recently, as 2009, baseball had 10 black and Latino managers. Now it has four, and there's the tiniest handful of blacks and Latinos in baseball front offices. And you know, Rob Manfred loves to talk about pipelines and training initiatives and so on. But he has been remarkably little has had remarkably little success in persuading teams in order to hire more blacks and Latinos. And when he asked him, he said, uh, we're going to have ebb and flow. And, you know, Pal says, there's not much flowing. So he goes, I don't want to pick on Midwestern teams when my own childhood team, the Mets, is so close at hand and offers such an inventive target. One member of the Mets' weird three-headed general manager team is Latino, but the rest of the organization is literally white. The team has no black or Latino vice presidents. What about the Yankees, too? Like Chicago, New York is a major minority city. Yeah, you can sit the stands at regular City Field some nights and it feels like 1955 in Milwaukee. The other night it even sounded like 1955. You know what? True, true, true. Look, the Yankees passed over who they hire, Aaron Boone. Now the Yankees have had some minorities, but I was trying to think of the last minority manager they had. I did this before. I think I went through all the managers. Lou Pinello was Cuban. Other than that, Buck Tory, Girardi. No, not really. Mets had Randolph and Jerry, Jerry, uh, Jerry Manuel. That was two I can think of. So I, I, I had to read what, what with uh, Sam Darnold, the offset language. Well, the offset language basically is that's what he wants. The team wants offsets in the deal. Darnold and his agent, do, Darnold and his agent, do not. Offset, offset protects a team if a cut and then signs with another team. It allows them to deduct the salary the player receives from a new team from what they owe. Players want to collect full salaries from both teams. It's kind of being a pig, isn't it? So Darnold and Bill's line, uh, Bears linebacker Raquan Smith are the only unsigned rookies. So Darnold is scheduled to make $30 million guaranteed over four years with a $20 million signing bonus. The team also holds a fifth-year option for all first-round picks. So we're talking. They said the money they're talking about, the offset language, comes to about seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. They're talking about. That's what the, that's what they're talking about. It's kind of crazy, right? But I feel like okay. If I get why, why do why if I sign with another team, why do I have to pay and he gets paid with another team? I'm I'm not a fan of it. I, I don't know. I, and I think the more days he miss, you're asking for a problem. You keep falling further and further behind. Not good. So, you know, Jerry Jones talked about that all his players have to stand for the national anthem. Well, his son said that they would cut any player to disobey the team's policy. He called Jones a bully on... Malcolm Jenkins called him a bully on Friday. He said, I think it's unfortunate that you have owners like him that use his position to intimidate and intentionally thwart even the idea of a player thinking individually or having a voice about issues that affect their communities daily, which is unfortunate. The thing is, I totally don't agree with it, but he signs the goddamn paychecks. That's the problem. So if you want to work, play playing his team, but I'll tell you, he's causing a wrench. People said they love playing for him. That shit's not going to fly, right? And Russell uh, Russell Okun, Offensive line with the Chargers said, um, he said, on uh, asked whether negotiations could be meaningful if owners like Jones set their own policies that contradicted the league's stance. He wondered also whether the NFL was negotiating for public relations purposes. Of course they are. He said, if the line in the sand has been drawn, are we really meeting in good faith or for the league's need for a faith performative soundbite? I want to remain optimistic while continuing pointing to reality. In this case, the announced policy of the Cowboys contradicts the announced policy of the league. That needs to be reconciled. So they should stop pleasing Trump. He considers Jones an outlier when it comes to his behavior and his antics and desire to appease Trump. Most owners quietly agree with his position. He also said... Uh, that most players agree with Kenny Stills, the wide receiver of the Dolphins, who said the league didn't need an anthem policy, and that players should be able to do what they wanted. Though meeting with so many people, so many people, you know, difficult to arrange, Friday's talks were complicated because so many players, including Okung, were back in training camp. But Okung remained positive that something positive would come from the meetings, what they might be, did not say. Players Union has told the NFL that it will fight for what it sees as limits on the right to free speech at every turn and will not begin talks on a new collective CBA uh, if the league tries unilaterally to enforce a policy the players have not approved. Joint Statement. A short time ago, the NFL and NFL Players Association concluded a constructive meeting regarding the anthem policy and the very serious social justice issues that have been the basis of some players' protests. We're encouraged by the discussions and plan to continue our conversations. Blah 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 blah. Ooh, nah, 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 nah. Listen, I think it got blown out of proportion because the players aren't going against i've said this time and time again they're not against the flag you got an owner like jones who doesn't you know who's mr fuck he's got the most the what's his franchise worth 4.8 billion dollars you know but he's doing it for the fan you know it, you know they're going after a lot of fans are pissed off about it which i you know listen i don't think they they don't get it they think it's against the flag it's not against the flag they're protesting what's happening in america right now uh, it doesn't make me want to people like i'm not watching football anymore you know the flag you really then something else was bothering you. if you feel like you can't watch football. really, The flag thing is pushing you over the edge. What, because you come across as entitled? Listen, people go to sporting events and they don't stand for national anthems. You, you know, people stay in that forever. You go watch uh, the national anthem. People don't stand. Some people don't stand. This isn't going away anytime soon. And this whole thing with Darnold, this, you know, basically it's $750,000. we are talking of a $30 million contract. Bosa missed the force four games after holding out because of the offset language in his contract. They said every other first round pick, including the other quarterbacks, has offset language in their contracts. You know, some some say that Darnold and his agents from CA, led by Jimmy Sexton, should accept it. Others say the Jets should, you know, cave. They need Donald to pride, which they do, and they're not expecting to cut him in the next four years anyway. Uh, it was article where they feel like it pre- feels like a prenup. The engagement has been a great ride for three months. Now the two sides are ready to get married. And one says, I want protection in case we get a divorce. Mc- uh, Josh McCown said he's texted with Donald. said he expl- understands why he's not. And, you know, he said, it's a business. McCown said, obviously, we wish everybody was here all the time. But as a player, you understand everybody is the business side. They have to take care of and you respect that. Him and his crew will handle that the way they say fit and we'll keep working here. So if anything, Bridgewater and McCown getting a lot more throws in practice. but And Tabo said, hey, anytime you're not here, you lose something. It's been a day. When he comes in, we'll get caught up. Right now, I've got 89 other guys to worry about. Listen, Joey Bosa stood out. He turned out to have a pretty good deal. It's $750,000, but he's trying to, you know, hey, we want this in the deal. I don't know. I think it's a stupid fucking thing to have in the contract. I mean, you got to cover your ass in a way, but I feel like, you know, when you got a $30 million contract, you're talking about $750,000. This is the guy you want. Get the deal going and be done with it. And what's with posting all these pictures of these amazing catch, catches during training camp? Great, oh, he's making great catchers in training camp. Oh, that's great. He's showing stuff. You know, it's training camp. I'm glad guys are, are going all out, making great catches. But you know what? Regular season, that's when it's going to matter. You know, f- third and 12, I need that big catch. Is it going to make it then? You know, it's, it's a little different going against your own guys. Well, you know, guys are fighting positions and everything. But there's nothing going on right now. This is like a dead part of the year. So we gotta, this is what's on all the time. Are you kidding me? And Severino, second straight bad start. He's 14 and four. Last two starts, 12 earned runs allowed in, in basically like nine innings. He had uh, yesterday four and a third, eight hit six runs we be getting dead arm, man. It's amazing how he's so hot the first half, and he's like, Pfft. And I read this from Dave Mulighetta, an NFL agent. I love this great tweet. The fact that NFL fans side with teams worth billions instead of players that put their bodies in the line day in and day out never ceases to amaze me. Teams can cut players anytime, but players are expected to honor contracts. Capitalism is obviously reserved for certain people. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, totally agree. And then I read that Donald Trump was like, uh, said uh, Ivanka... And Tom could have been a couple before Jared, Jared Kushner. I, I guess he has a, a man crush on him. You know, he still keeps talking about him. They, they brought up to Tom Brady if uh, he actually cut his press conference short when someone asked whether he had a reaction to those who have linked his personal trainer Alex Guerrero to wide receiver Julian Edelman's four-game suspension for PEDs. He goes, I have no comments. It's just ridiculous. Uh, I'm out. See you guys. You know, because he also trains with Guerrero. Right? Touchy subject Don't be going after his not be going after His man Guerrero Do not And uh, DeGrom So DeGrom Is is Going to blister Last year's pace If he starts every fifth day He's going to be at 215 Be his career high And would have led The major And would have led The majors last year Then you have Zach Wheeler, who's going to already is at his highest mark since 2014, over 114 innings. Steven Matz is well past last year's total. And is a few turns away from matching his personal best 140 innings, which he did in 2014 and 2015 in the majors and minors. And he said he's the leading candidate for the Cy Young. What his ERA? Still, it's still under two. He had to shut it through first five, t- five and two thirds. They struck in the sixth went two outs. Psh. Listen, the so Lagrana went two for three yesterday with a double. Everybody else went four for twenty-one with nine with no extra base hits. His ERA rose to one eighty-two, which is still best in the major. He's five and six. But listen to this: In the half dozen losses, Degrom has a three three ERA in ten no decisions, one forty four. Ten no decisions, one forty four. What a waste! Wasting his fucking talent. Yeah, they got yeah, Yankees got Luke Voigt and an international signing bonus. Voigt's twenty seven, one eighty two with a home run, three RBIs and eight games with the Cardinals this season. Most of the season in the in the minors where he's in 300 with 10 home runs, at 37 RBIs, in 69 games, in triple and double A. He's played 546 career minor leagues games. I don't know. Maybe it was a money thing. I don't know why they got rid of Shreve. Shreve's a good player. I don't know. what. So they've they been linked to right-hander Osil Rodriguez, who was ranked by MLB Pipeline as the ninth best prospect in the current international class. They've... Uh, Expected to be in the 1.1 million dollar range. The Yankees have about 1.15 million to spend. Yeah, I like Shreve. Seems like really a nice guy. And uh, I forgot Tommy. Tommy Conley is still in the minors. He's been there since June 4th. I was like, Jesus. He Seems like he's been down there forever, dude. The lifestyle. Every time I read that, it cracks me up. The lifestyle. And OBJ, I think they're going to sign him to a contract. Yeah, Manny Machado hit his first dinger Thursday night as a Dodger. Oh, and I checked, uh, I went to see Manziel played for Toronto. They lost Friday night to Winnipeg, 40-14. And he got no playing time at all Kyrie Irving happy to be healthy he goes that was a long long fucking two months it's relieved was his his uh, knee infection so I read this so my name is Julianne Spire I'm 12 years old and I would like to inform you of how offended and disappointed I am by the announcer of the Chesterland 4th of July Parade's comment about the Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts. The announcer labeled the Boy Scouts as future leaders of America, and he said the Girl Scouts were just having fun. From this commentary, sexist and patronizing, I would appreciate if you would help me to let other people know how much this kind of thing happens and how bad it is. I feel it is an insult to both girls and women of all ages. This kind of thing happens way too much, and it is not okay at all. I've always been taught that if you think something is unjust, change it. So this is how I'm making a change. Thank you for listening to me and I hope you can help me. Julianne Spire Russell Township. I thought that was pretty cool. I don't know why I I just <laughs> ridiculous. So men can, boys can, like girls can't be doctors, like oh, you know, you know the, the home economics and all that. I think it's cool when I, you know, it's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Right? Oh, the, okay, so boys are future leaders of America, and girls are just having fun. You know what? Like, I, I think I love when I hear a woman doctor. She says, "Oh, I met a woman." I said, "I'm going to call you doctor. Because you are a doctor. You went to med school. I didn't go to med school." So the Jets eleven losses last season. Season seven were by nine points or fewer. Margins of nine, eight, seven, seven, five, five, and three. The Jets beat the Dolphins, Jaguars, Browns, Bills, and Chiefs. The Jaguars, Bills, and Chiefs reach the playoffs. Yeah. How about that? Tremaine, uh Johnson thinks they can make the playoffs. Yeah, Julio Jones says, I was already going to come to camp. We knew all along we were going to get it handled. Okay, yeah, whatever. Sure, Okay you say so. How about Jason Verrett? Man, they think he tore his Achilles. Season in doubt. During a conditioning drill. That fucking sucks. That sucks. And uh, Mitchell Donovan wanted Grayson Allen on the Jazz. Watching his pre-draft workout. And Jadavion Clownies is going to play out the final year with Deal. First round, number one pick of the draft. I never, you know what, he's not like blown up like I thought he was going to blow up. I was like, eh. Oh, and yeah. James Harden thinks Camelo will fit, yeah. Everyone in the world knows what Camelo brings, yeah. Prima Donna, that's what he brings, yeah, okay, and how about this, Renzo Gracie, 51 years old, submits Yuki Kondo in second round at 1FC, Gracie's first fight since 2000, 51 year old, they're badasses, they are fucking badasses, 51, man, crazy. So Julio Jones gets an extra 2.9 million this year, lowered base salary to 9 million. Will make 13.4 million total. And oh, Jake Jake Matthews got a five-year, 75 million dollar extension from Atlanta. They want to lock up all the guys they can. You know, and you know Russell Westbrook is not fake. but Paul George, said Russ is just being himself, him being genuine, him being authentic, him being real. That helped keep them in OKC. Yeah. No, like when I read this stuff, I'm like, okay, so he's real, real. Like I read this stuff, I'm like, wow, the stuff they post, I'm like, you know, I read it and I'm like, okay, he's real. I I love Russell Westbrook. He's like a uh, he's like a uh, a brilliant genius. Is that the same word? Like a mad scientist, you know? You don't know what you're gonna. I'm not calling him mad. Just, I love watching him play. He's all out. I know he takes too many shots sometimes, and he plays with reckless abandon a lot of times, but goddamn, can he play? Man, I love him on my team. He's an interesting dude. Very interesting fashion sense. Seattle informed Earl Thomas before the offseason that the team would not address his contract. Okay, so that means he's not. So he'll just sit out. He's like, fuck it, I won't play this year. And I'm, Teddy Bridgewater on the trading block. Why don't they first get Darnold into a training camp? <laughs> Taylor Lewin. How about this? Dressed up. There's a picture of him dressed up. You should have the training camp dressed up like Boss Hog, dude. This is my favorite picture. This is my favorite fucking picture. Oh my god. And the theme song from the Dukes of Hazard playing on a mini speaker. Total white suit. I mean, that's a bet. Oh, I got to keep that one. Yeah, candlelight vigil for uh, Aaron Judge after he gets hurt. And Malcolm Jenkins has a fallout shelter for the apocalypse, zombie or otherwise. He goes, I can't, he said he can't talk about it anymore because when it happens, he doesn't want everybody showing up. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Oh my God, it's so funny, man. So funny. And Gwyneth Paltrow's company is worth 250, Goop, which everybody blasts, there was a guy on Jeopardy who does two podcasts a week, and it's all about Gwyneth Paltrow. It's about goop and everything. Just talk about Gwyneth Paltrow's goop. Well, everybody's busted on her. Her company's only worth $250 million. So, yeah, and I can't say anything either. I feel like born with, born with like a, ugh, I just, i never been a fan. Ryan Chazier was working with the linebackers at the Steelers camp. Yeah, Des Bryant, I don't know. Is he going to go anywhere? And as Drupal Cabrera was traded for a pitching prospect with the Phillies. And Melo didn't play on the Hawks, but still wants a jersey. Okay. Good for you. Yeah. Les Moon, Moonves is uh, CEO of CBS. Six women came forward for sexual misconduct. Misconduct. He said, I knew it went no, no means no. Man, I'll tell you, I ran too much today. I ran too, I ran too many miles. I ran way too many miles today. I think my knees are going to not be... Had to do it, though. Another person, so... And Ohio State transfer running back Antonio Williams cleared to play for North Carolina. So I watched episode two of... I'm going to watch episode three when I do my certificates for uh, Last Chance U. And they play... They won the second game. I am not impressed at all with this team. When I watched the team from East Mississippi, they were fucking, they ran fast. This team, this team is not very good. I see a lot of kids on this team that are like D1 prospects, supposedly. And I'm not impressed with the Coach Brown. I'm not impressed with this kid from Florida State, Uh, Malik, was it Malik Allen? I'm not impressed with him. I'm not impressed with the, yeah, the, Anything. And suppose they're play they're playing uh, Garden City defending Juco national champion in episode three, so I gotta see. But not impressed at all. I'm like, this is not good. But watch Claus. Uh, Claws. I don't nobody will watch it, but I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah, Alfred Morris would be a good pickup. I think he's an underrated player. All these guys getting hurt in pre, uh Ramon Foster. Injured his right leg was carted off. When you get carted off, not a you, you hope, pray for the best. I also want to see uh Mission Impossible. Yeah, here. R- R- Roger Lewis makes a six, six catch in practice. Good. We'll carry over. And uh Bulls and Ryan. I'm gonna RC Arce uh, Agree to a partially guaranteed one-year deal. He uh, destroyed the Tar in that championship game. Still bothers me. Oh, and hey, Jarvis Landry uh, called out Adam Gase. Cursed him out when he asked for more expansive route tree. The environment environment was just awful. Dude, you got your big fucking contract. What? You still have to go over? I mean, dude, enough. Enough. I, you know, I, Adam Gase, I heard, was a great offensive coordinator. He hasn't done sh- shit with the Dolphins. This is he's going to be put up or shut up time, right? Yeah, Jose Altufe knee on DL for first time in his career. That's not a good sign. And this kid McNeil, the rookie, is going to get a lot more playing time. They said because they just heard Cabrera. Synegard's going to rejoin the team in Pittsburgh, and we'll probably start Wednesday in Washington. And Todd Frazier began a rehab assignment. He feels like he's been out forever. David Wright continued to rehab in Port St. Lucie. Hasn't had a setback since beginning baseball activities one month ago. Said he still has a long way to go, but goddamn. And Jay Bruce will begin baseball activities Monday. Yeah, good for them. Good for them. All right talked about lifestyle talked about my lifestyle talked way too much about a lot of stuff watch claws on tnt you probably won't but i I like it and nisi nash is she is gorgeous all right last show's trivia question name the only number one overall pick in the major league baseball draft to win a cy young david price David Price is the only number one overall pick to win a sign. Okay, David Price, t- tonight. today's favorite question. David Price and one other number one overall pick pitcher has made multiple All-Star teams. Can you name the only pitcher beside David Price that was picked number one overall in the Major League Baseball draft to be, to be picked for multiple All-Star teams? David Price, who was the other pitcher? All right, Yankees playing today, Mets. And more uh, Jets with pads on today. I'm going to take a nap, folks. Have a great day. Rock, I love you. Rock gave me a peanut is doing so much better. She uh, she slept in her crate last night. She didn't make a peep. She was like, bubba. Now she's outside. Actually, i got to go give her some water. I don't want her to overheat. Get outside. It's gorgeous out. Gumble Chef, last show today. Kick some ass. Lithuanian Laser, I have not heard from you in quite some time. I miss you.